Host of the Moon Studios presents Can You Hear Me Now, the podcast with your host, Dr. Key and Auntie Mimi. What's good, congregation? It's your favorite. Ooh, I don't like how I said that. What's good, congregation? It's your favorite auntie, Auntie Mimi. I'm the big shit talker. And we are back with a brand new Can You Hear Me Now brand new. show. Brand, brand new. motherfucking new. What's it's brand it? new. Y'all got to excuse my tone of voice. I am under the weather. Under the weather, huh? You got sick? I did. Damn. You did too. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> you in denial. <laughs> I'm better now. I'm healed. I mean, I feel better. That's how we able to do this show. So sorry we missed y'all last week. But yeah. that's how we able to sit here because it was, listen. It was crazy. I've been going through it. I don't know about Dr. Key, but the going big shit talker is going through it. I am getting my ass whooped. You getting your ass whooped? Whooped. Ass whooped. Whooped. Damn. By a fetus. Oh shit. The fetus whooping your ass? The fetus is whooping my ass. That's crazy. Ain't it? Damn. You know it. Damn, you fetus. It. Chill you out, brother. It. I know. Chill out, man. You can't be whooping on TV me. I have good day well i have okay days where you know it's just a little bit of nausea i can deal with that mm-hmm. but the migraines the migraines so the morning sickness is kicking your ass the morning sickness the migraines and then let's just throw on a little upper respiratory infection so Man. yeah i went to the i went to urgent care this week i went to the er because i have body chills aches pains uh, running a fever, all that good shit, and yeah, I was scared. Like, please, Lord, don't let me have COVID. Don't let me be pregnant and have COVID. That's what crazy. Did, what did I do to deserve this? That ain't cool. Pregnant but, and COVID. But I don't have COVID. Praise God. And yeah, we just maneuvering through whatever the fuck this is that got a hold of me. Praise but y'all know I'm a gangster. You're a gangster. And we're gonna get through it. You an OG. <laughs> Triple OG. No, Triple OG. With me. Out of San Bernardino, huh? Straight from the IE. What's up? San Bernardino I. Finest. IE stand up. San Bernardino's Finest, huh? <laughs> uh, <laughs> what you been up to, Dr. Key? I've been working, you know, hustling, grinding, balling, shining. That's my motto, man, for the rest of my life. You know, that's how we do it. Been building, uh, been working on my, you know, I'm a creator, y'all. So, like, I like to do, like, you know, besides music, besides the podcast, I like to shoot video, shoot photography. So I've been diving in a little more of my photography. I hey. bought bought a new camera, and um, you know, I'm learning it because it's a you know pretty high tech camera. So I'm learning all the ins and out on it, and um, you know, trying to apply my yes. skills and apply my skills in other areas as well. Trying to be, you know, a well rounded uh, individual on my way of being the best me I could be. You know. As you should. I tell you all the time how talented you are. And oh. you just naturally just pick things up and just are great at them. Thank you. So I applaud you and commend you for diving into that. Because yeah. you are skilled and talented in so many ways. And you are too. You know, you got your DJ uh-huh. going on and stuff. You know, you, know, you live in the mix. Mm-hmm. I be feeling the mix, you know. So <laughs> you be feeling you doing the your mix. Thing. Yeah, I yeah, need to get back sometimes. on this baby to have me like down. I can't wait to like I'm back to normal. But yeah, thank you. That's why we together. That's yeah. why we go together. Yeah. Like cereal and milk. That's why. You know what I'm saying? That's why. 
cookies and cream. That's why I got you. Peanut butter and jelly. Peanut butter and jelly. I'm jelly, you peanut. I'm the bread. You're I'm the bread. Bread, no, bread, bread, bread. All right, let's get into this week's hot topics. What okay. word, Shakari? Mm. Two words. Shakari Richardson. Okay. Mm-hmm. She won. The world championship. I love a black woman to infinity to from infinity to infinity. Fucking period. When she wasn't winning, I was still rooting for that black queen. Right. I knew she was gonna come back. Right. Now everybody kissing her ass. Everybody kissing her. Everybody ass. Everybody kissing her ass as everybody. they fucking should. Everybody. Yeah. I like how she tell him. This would be funny though, but you know it's kind of, kind of you know. She'd be like telling the white reporters, no, yeah, thank she you. Wasn't fucking <laughs> I love that for her. I love that for her. That's crazy. You know, but that's what she's been preaching this whole time is like self-empowerment, you know, li- uplifting herself, uplifting her people, just being an example. And I fucks with that. I, I like people who are very sure of themselves and confident. I know the world doesn't like them, especially when they are black complected. They want to tell you to shut up and dribble and shut up and run. Mm-hmm. But I love when I see my people popping their shit as you fucking should. Right. Pop your as shit. You pop your shit. Pop your shit, black queen. Pop your shit, black man. But you know what's crazy, though? Them motherfucking Jamaicans was on her ass, though. Like, they I, was. Like, it, like, she almost lost. I don't know if you watched the race. <laughs> like Almost don't count, baby. The, the, the Jamaican, I don't know if she gave up at the end. And Shikari, you know, she pushed through, you know what I'm saying? Because they all cool. I don't know if you've seen yeah, that. Yeah, race. yeah, yeah, yeah. They were all fucking with yeah, each other. And that's that dope. That's hella mm. dope. But that Jamaican was fast as fuck, too. Mm. Like, I just was happy to see sisters, mm. you know, out there shining and doing mm-hmm. their thing. But, yeah, those Jamaicans was motherfucking fast. Like, Cool Runnings is, is coming back. Like, that shit is crazy. <laughs> that's one of your favorite movies. Yeah, I like Cool Runnings. <laughs> I do like Cool Runnings. That's funny. Mm-hmm. I'm funny. <clears throat> You are when you not when you not trying to be funny. When I'm not trying to be. Well, when you're trying to be funny, you're not funny. When I'm trying to be funny, I don't you be trying, trying, to, be trying funny. to be funny. Like I just, you know, it comes. But when you just be telling the story and you just be being your true, authentic self, like you funny as fuck. Oh, okay. Especially when you get a couple drinks in your system. Oh. You turn into a regular old uh, Saturday Night Live act. Oh snap! That's what my funny boys think too, though. They think the same shit. Funny as fuck. I got you. Remember when we went out? So we went out the last time. Matter of fact, last time we went out, we went to a lounge. And this was just something I thought was funny. Maybe I have a biased opinion because we are married. I think he's funny. You think I'm funny? Sometimes I think you're funny. Just sometimes. Not all the time. Sometimes you are funny. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you're very funny. Okay. Sometimes yeah. you're funny too. I know. It's cool. We're not all funny all the time. But my We're not co- comedians. But my cousin had like some homegirls <laughs> come out. Oh, yeah, the so homegirls come out here and we told them to like be early to like lounge or whatever because it feels they get, <laughs> get full fast. And um, they was from Dallas, and you know, I was like, Yeah, um, they in the building, like detail stand up. And Dr. Key was like, Yeah, they're gonna be standing up. If I know my seats, yeah, I, I couldn't, if I already gave up my seat, they're gonna have to rotate. <laughs> I and they didn't want out. no seat. They didn't want no seat. Like so. just like natural shit like that. Like no wonder why you're a songwriter. You just be having shit come off the dome. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm, I'm like a improv. You know, I can yeah. do improv, stand up, improv. Yeah, acting. you probably could. You could uh, be a wildin' out. Yeah. Holla at uh, Nick Cannon. 
Man, I gotta go online first. You know, they want you to get you popping online with you. You better get popping online, but you're too cool. I know, you know. You too cool of a guy. I don't really like attention. Like, you know, I don't. Like I I I I like that's very true. Like I like nice stuff and nice stuff brings me attention, but Mm. I honestly don't like attention. Like But you know, attention comes with the talent and the recognition, right? Right. So it's kinda like you gotta you got to take the good with the bad. Like, what are, what are you going to do? Keep your keep your talents hidden because you don't like attention? Or are you going to showcase it to the world? Right. I guess you're right. You know? So I got to showcase it to the world. I got to attention the is a, it's a it's a funny thing. You know, it's weird, you know? But I'm just learning that. You know, you just can't keep yourself tucked in a box because what, what's going to happen when you can't? You're not capable no more. You old. Always, even when I'm old, I'm be capable. But it's I'm just saying, people. you know, your time is. I, I'm, I'm not saying your time is past, but, um, when you're older, you know, your 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 focus is shifted, and then you think back, like, damn, when I was 30 years younger, I should have just went out and just did that, you know, or I should have just. I I honestly believe, like, you know, yeah, some stuff you you know you let go, <laughs> but. You can always tap into whatever you want to do at any age, as long as you still have breath in your body. You can, but sometimes it's harder when you're older. Who's to say that? It's just figuring it out. Like life is hard when it's you're fuck. young, when you're old. It don't matter. Yeah. So you just, you know, sometimes hard. It makes you know makes the the journey a little better because it wasn't easy. Mm. Yeah. I don't want the journey to be better. Uh-huh. <laughs> the journey to be easy. easy. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Y'all. Easy come, easy go. No, 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 no. I'm just joking. Y'all don't take me serious. Don't take it serious. Don't y'all. take me serious. Don't take so it serious. your president got arrested. He did and bailed out. So the crazy thing though is like, why was he able to bail out? And he has the same charge. Young, young thug. thug. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I guess we Young Thug him a little bit more violent. You know what I'm saying? Because people was getting murdered and stuff. I don't think people was getting murdered on Trump watch, but, you know, it is what yeah. it is. Maybe it was, and we just don't know about it. You know, government behind shit all the time. Trump, first of all, is hilarious. Second of all, I think that Trump will go down as one of our greatest presidents. Why? Did you not? You was here for 2020? Oh, yeah. COVID? Was here. Mm-hmm. We was lit. <laughs> 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 we was a lit out here. Trump had it lit. Trump had it lit, baby. Lit to the You literally quick. could not go to a crab oil spot without an hour weight. Yeah. Everybody right. had money. You're crab, right. 1942, Casamigos. Mm-hmm. Airbnb parties. Costa Azul was gone. Costa Azul was out of stock. Everybody had like, jewelry. Jewelry went up crazy. Summer 2020 was up. Yeah. That's like top five summers of my life. Summer 2020, huh? Lit, lit. Lit, lit. Party every day. Nobody go to work. Just a check in the mail. Mm-hmm. Or in your direct deposit. Scam. Overseen, honey. Scamming. I don't know about that. Everybody was scamming. Who was everybody? Everybody. <laughs> everybody. I don't know about that life. You don't know about it? No, sir. I mean, oh, yeah, I'm a civilian. Yeah. 
law-abiding citizen. Me too. Mm-hmm. You know. yeah. Straight up. But yeah, one of the greatest presidents. Bring back Trump. Would you vote for Trump? I don't vote. Mm. I don't vote. Um, I try not to participate in certain things. Like I did vote, but mm. I, after I like saw the system and you know saw how the system does, how the system processes, and really looked into it, I was like, yeah, I'm good. Mm. Whatever comes, it comes. If I don't like it, I'll get out and vote. You know, if it start affecting me personally, I definitely. It is get out and vote. every no. day. Mm-mm. Okay. <clears throat> no, not right now. I ain't that deep in the game. Oh, okay. Once I get the millions and they start, you know, fucking with tax brackets and taxing my ass more and all that, yeah. You're I'll almost vote. there. I know. God God got us on the way. Mm. Yeah. Michael Jackson's accusers will be will be headed to trial. Like Oh damn, for real? So they found yeah. out they were lying. <sighs> Listen. Why are they going to trial? Let that man rest in peace. Are they going to try to try to sue try him? A dead man. Oh, they trying to sue his estate. Yeah. Oh, I thought they were going to try because they were like getting in trouble for lying on him. No. Okay, I'm glad you explained that. Mm-mm. How y'all gonna try a dead man? They ain't trying to dead man. They trying to get that money from his estate. First of all, Michael Jackson is innocent. Fuck the bullshit. Okay. Yeah, I think people took advantage of Mike. They took full advantage of his kindness, mm-hmm. his quirkiness. Mike don't even, I mean, from my understanding of Mike and me seeing Mike and how Mike act and how Mike was, I can't see that man touching no kids. At all. Mm-mm. I can see him want to be around kids yeah. and, you know what I'm saying, help what? kids and inspire <laughs> kids, but I, I can't really see Mike touching no kids At now. All. I know people say, you know, we don't see pastors touching kids, but there's been plenty of pastors. I haven't seen that person. Got in trouble touching Not kids. firsthand, like touching, but like I grew up in a church where like I've seen deacons or pastors and like, trying to holler at you know, underage girls in the church. That's crazy. And like offering to have sex with them. That's I've seen crazy. it in the Baptist church. So that's I know that's crazy. a real thing. That's some crazy stuff. What's that? That's a fix vapor rub. Yeah, I it's thought you a, wasn't sick. I'm not. I'm just clearing <laughs> my nostrils. I want to make sure my nostrils stay clean and fresh, free of mucus. You know, oh, okay. Mucus is what makes you sick, and I don't need that in me mm-hmm. at all. I got work to do. I got a job to do. Yeah, I got a job. All right. So I got a question. How do you feel about when, when you fall out or don't fuck with people no more about how when they try to spin the block on you? How you feel about that, Dr. Key? Mm, I mean, that's what's going to happen. Like, you know, like, especially if you're the one, you know, you got a good heart. You always support people. You show love to people. And as soon as they see they're not getting that, you know, of course, they're going to try to spin the block. It's up to you to, you know, let them come back. What down do you do? Um, I mean, I I honestly don't really deal with that because, like, you know, at a point in my life, like, if I cut you off, like, you're cut off. Ain't no, ain't no spin the block. So now if I do have a situation, I try to fix it or get to the bottom of it before it even gets to that so I don't have to, you know, go that far. Like, you know, 
like maturing in life, it just makes you look at things a whole nother in a whole nother way. Like I, I try to check all boxes before I counsel someone. And if, you know, all the boxes all the boxes check and I just have to, you know, counsel them and I deal with them, then that's just what it is. Mm. Mm-hmm. And I'll spend the block if I have to really counsel you. But if I don't have to counsel you, you know, we maybe we can communicate, you know, figure out what the issue is so we can work through it. It ain't no spinning the block. Now, if we just don't talk to each other because we got a disappointment, that that's cool. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, sometimes it takes time to heal and figure it out. But, you know, as long as we're respecting each other, you know, we can always come back to whatever we had because we didn't mm. disrespect each other. It wasn't no problem. It wasn't no issue. It just was a misunderstanding. And sometimes things take time. Sometimes um, misunderstandings are the problem. You know, I feel like, um, cause I had that, I, I had that occur with me, like quite frequently, like people that I, I have a tendency and I say this and I've said it before on this platform, like, I'm not really proud of it, but that's really just how I am. Like, once I don't fuck with you, like, I don't fuck with you. Like, it's no ill will. I never knew you, you know what I'm saying? Like you're, you're from the past, but I have people that would try to like, you know, spin the block in little subtle ways, like my shit on social media. Um, I've had ex friends try to send me emails and I don't respond, but like, my thing is, is like, we're, we're real grown. Like you fucked up. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not in a, in a space to where I can go back and, um, try to rehash something that we had or move forward because you had me fucked up. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, and at the time when you had me fucked up and maybe I had you fucked up, but that's where I feel like the, the, conversation should have been had but instead it was like a completely different situation and I'm really the type of person like I I will resort to violence you know what I'm saying I like if you feel if I feel disrespected or if I feel like I don't fuck with you you don't fuck with me you're doing some weird shit I'm ready to fight but of course I moved out of that way of thinking so I feel like when somebody brings me back to that space to where like oh you got me fucked up and I want to fight I can't no longer fuck with you because you're going to bring me out of my character and sabotage my growth. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I really can't even deal with spinning the block. Like I'm really cool on people once I'm cool on them. And like I said, it ain't no hard feelings or nothing like that. I, I think people struggle with that. Like I don't, I don't sit up and, and dwell about you and talk about you and, you know, stock your Instagram you know, social medias and things like that. Like I'm really, you're a Casper. You're a ghost Mm -hmm. to me. No, I mean, I understand like, you know, everybody has their way. I just, you know, from my experiences with life, like I just learned like, you know, there, there, I mean, there's a reason to cut people off. Like if someone just um, violates you or mad, you know, disrespects you, like, yeah, you cut them off. But as long as, like I said, it's not disrespect or no one tries to violate me, you know what I'm saying? It's just a misunderstanding. It's just a misunderstanding. Because I'm not perfect. You know, I know I'm not perfect. And it ain't nobody else. I don't expect anyone mm-hmm. else to be perfect. So, you know, sometimes things just just takes time. You know, people need to realize that they're wrong and, 
you know, once they realize they're wrong, they want to apologize. They apologize. Hell, if I'm wrong, I apologize. And that's cool. It just Apology is cool. But that don't mean we're going to resume being back compadres. Mm-hmm. We can apologize. I can apologize for whatever. But we can't. We're not about to be on that level ever. Because, listen, here's the thing. I take friendship serious me too (laughs) i take it so and maybe maybe too serious for some people but i take friendship serious so once i call you my friend and you do some weird shit and then i feel like it's a you got a problem with me or you see these are character flaws like you're not gonna continue to like play on my top like play on my my friendship you know what i'm saying my love i have for you because I will really like go there. But see, like most of the time, the person doesn't even have a problem with you. They have a problem with their self. That's the problem. And sometimes people have to like, you know, deep dive. And sometimes it takes you to be alone to figure out that, you know, I'm the problem. And I need to work on this and I need to work on that so that I can be a better person, so that I can be a better friend. It's just, that's why I say, like, you know, like me, I have friendships that's been, you know, 15 years, uh, 17 years, 20 years, so more than that, that, you know, that I have still been my friends. We don't talk every day. We don't see each other every day. Like, I got friends in Arkansas, like, but when I come home, you know, they will make it a point to, you know, show up and see me, you know what I'm saying, because I'm still my dogs, like, they're still my people. Like, and if I live there, you know, it'll be different. Like, I'll see them more, but because I live on the West Coast and they're back home, it's you know when I check in and when I come home I like to see them and it's like it's like we never been apart you know yeah we catch up but the the energy and the friendship is still there like I I don't have any friends to where I feel like you know they they're out to get me or they they want some yeah of course like so anyone that I feel like you know is that like may I may I have old classmates or whatever that may you know may have some issues or may want something I have like so I'm not even going to associate with them or be in that situation with them you know what I'm saying but other than that though my people that I deal with I talk to you know what I'm saying and my dogs like I'm gonna always have that friendship with them like we don't have to talk every day we can talk every 10 years every five years I'm still my dogs they need me I'm gonna try my best to be there I'm trying my best to help them or you know, and I would expect the same thing, vice versa. Right on. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> right on. Mm-hmm. Right on. Okay. All right. So now let's get into this week's topic. What is spirituality to you? Okay. Let's look at the Google definition. And spirituality involves a recognition of a feeling or sense of belief that there is something greater than myself, something more than being human and sensory experience, that the greater whole of which are part of a cosmic or divine in nature. Mm, that's a good one. That's a good definition. What does your spiritual connection look like, Dr. Key? My spiritual connection looked like, you know, it looks like ancestrals, you know, I feel like I have an ancestral spirit guide. Like I have a a peace within me, you know, like to where 
I just have this cool zen about anything. Like, I believe anything is possible. I believe, you know, I believe in positive energy. Like, my spirit guides me to positive energy. Even if there's a negative, my spirit guides me to see what the lesson is in that negative, you know, situation so that I could, you know, come out uh, on top and come out with experience so I don't have to go through it again. And, um, yeah, I think my spirit guide is... uh, I think it's someone that that's from my family. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I just don't know who it is. And maybe it's a few of them. But mm-hmm. I definitely feel like my my spirit comes from my family. Like, that's why I'm so deep-rooted in family. I love family. You I want to do things for family. I want to make sure family's good because, you know, I really feel like that's what's in my spirit. Like, I, I'm, like, to keep the family together. So it could be my grandpa. It could be my grandpa's dad, you know, someone before him. But I do feel like, you know, I have an old spirit. And the spirit, it helps keep me and makes me who I am. Because, like, you know, spirit is everything. Like, you wake up in the morning, it's the spirit that keeps you motivated. It's the energy that gets you mm-hmm. up out the bed. It's the energy that keeps you when you tire, when you feel weak. It, that energy pushes you to complete things and and you know i i love it like yeah i want to tap into more things and make other things happen too and that's where i gotta stop fighting with my spirit Mm -hmm. and just listen to it and let Mm -hmm. it really guide me but i am a little stubborn so sometimes i do i do fight with it but i do need to learn how to be more open to and listening to what it what it wants where it wants to push me and where it wants to guide me Mm. yeah Well, my spiritual connection, I, I agree with that, but um, my spiritual connection is just trusting that inner, just being in tune with myself and knowing that there's a God within me mm-hmm. and just trusting that God and that, that voice that's within me and having that connection with that voice. A lot of it, it comes from just trust, just knowing that my God and the most high would not put things on my heart that I am incapable of doing. And he will not put anything on my heart or my spirit that I should not be doing. So I feel like everything is like divine time and energy. And if you just trust in that inner voice and the God within you, like your, your spirit will guide you to make those life choices. Right. Although they may not make sense to you, like logically, when you think about them, like, I just think that if we learn to trust more in that intuition and that voice and that spiritual guide, like we would be where we want to be a little bit faster or a little bit smoother of a transaction (laughs) to get where we want to be. Because like you said, we're not fighting it, you know? Right. No, you're right. Totally right. We're in tune with it. And I, I want to dive deeper into that and just really trusting myself a lot more in that voice. I feel like when I was really like on that path, like things in our life, in my life and our lives were just like happening. And it's like, well, how the fuck did we do that? Like, how did, how did that happen? But it's like the spirit is just, I'm allowing the spirit to guide me. So I really want to get back to that space and just like cut out the outside noise of the world and just go with it, you know? Right. 
No, you're definitely right. Like that's why I said, like I gotta stop being so hard headed mm-hmm. and being stubborn and fighting and fighting it and mm-hmm. just following to the steps and let the spirit guide me mm-hmm. to take over. And that, like that, right there is something you have to learn on y'all. You know, learn mm-hmm. as well. You know what I'm saying? Like, and all of it. Like, it's some people, man. Like, they can damn near, you know, manifest teleport, anything. manifest, mm-hmm. teleport, go to. Go to different realms like mm-hmm. i really want to get to that level mm-hmm. <laughs> like <laughs> i think teleportation and, and maybe that's a level that i have to you know trust but i i think that's a little bit deep in the trenches no i want to do it all like, for me i want to see it. um i feel like i want to become stronger in manifestation mm-hmm. i feel like um so far like we have you know i have and we have manifested things but it's like once you i think my problem is is like once i get it it's like oh shit mm-hmm. it happened yeah man, you gotta keep it now you gotta keep it right yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so i think that's my issue and i know that you know what i'm saying i know that and that's a part of growth and being honest with yourself and sitting with yourself is learning that shit sometimes we obtain these things we manifest them we want them but once we get them it's like shit i done, I done fucking fumbled it i fucked it up yeah yeah that can happen i made a bad decision not listening to my spirit spirit guide yeah. and fuck now i gotta redo it all over but that's the life lesson right yeah it's a lesson that's the the human experience that's right like a hard head makes itself yeah. ass, and that's so what that for is. sure for sure i've done that so i think i have to um tap more into that and just know that okay what i'm asking for i'm deserving of mm-hmm. you right. know Right. So, because sometimes we can't really fucking believe like okay this should really, this really happened to me like do i deserve this like why me and i think i have to get out of that like that why me thing like because why not you right i think i was watching something and it was like why not you right you know no you're right you're totally right like especially like you know with life like we live a life that nobody before us you know, was able to attain, you know what I'm saying? So, like, we're pretty much, like, an example. Like, everybody watching us. Which is scary, in in a sense, you know? I mean, it's not scary to me. Like, it's just, I just feel like I have more responsibility to show, you know, show my family and show everybody that anything is possible. You Mm -hmm. know, if you believe and if you put forth the effort and, put time into what you want and your goals and, you know, stand on that path and accomplishing them. Like, cause you know, we did it a lot and we doing a lot and we really didn't have no one to show us the way. Like we had to go study and research Mm. and learn these things to be able to apply them. Make mistakes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And, you know, it's just like, you know, we're, we're in the process of, you know, having a kid. So, the stuff that we learned, our kid will be able to have a better mm-hmm. life because mm-hmm. we choose a better life. But the thing with our kid is we're able to get them a blueprint because we already bumped our heads so that they don't have to go through the same things that we went through. Absolutely. All right. And that's what life's about, yeah. like getting better. Like, you know yeah. what I'm saying? You get you focus on yourself, build yourself up and get better, be a, become a better you so you can, you know, be better to others. Mm. And, like, as long as you stay on that path in life, man, life i think life is a little more simple life will reward you yeah death reward you because you know 
the earth likes to give back. It likes to take too, but mm-hmm. it definitely likes to give back to those who give. So how do you practice your spirituality? Um, I try to practice my spirituality like every day, like, you know, just being me, like I'm a happy person, you know what I'm saying? I love people. I love helping people. And I just try to, you know, share that with everybody I come across. Like anytime I'm making deliveries, like I'm, you know, I'm, hey, how you, I'm not sad. I'm not mad. I'm like, hey, how you guys doing? Uh, you know, this is delivery. Uh, do you guys need help? Like I help them unload the truck. Um, anything, you know, anybody I come across, you know, in life, like I speak to people, like if they speaking or, you know what I'm saying? They speak to me. Sometimes I don't, cause sometimes I just really be focused and I just be in my zone. But if I see you speaking to me, I'm going to speak to you. Or if, um, if I see you looking at me, I'm going to speak to you. Like, you know, people, cause sometimes people just be staring at you. Like, yeah. so I, I'd be like, Hey, you know, everything good. You okay. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, and I just try to like to communicate and just share positive energy through my whole day and my whole process. Cause like with me being that way, like everything always comes back that way. Mm. I really don't have like negative experiences. And if I do have a negative experience, it comes out to be a positive because of who I am. Mm. I mean, it's all about perspective. Life is all about perspective anyway. Like bad right. shit gonna happen. Right. You know, it's just how you look at it, you know, and how you spin it. Right. Like, you know, and as long as the good outweigh the bad, you know, you still you, winning. You win. Yeah, you winning. Like, and you know, that's that's pretty much you know it. Like, sometimes I just like lessons. My you know what I'm saying? Sometimes bad shit is, is trying to show you something. You know, God or Most High is trying to wake you up and show you something before you get to something deeper. You know? Right. Like, and we don't. Well, you don't build with me, and I don't learn some lessons. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, absolutely. And it's just like those lessons did teach me some things and mm-hmm. I needed to learn that lesson before it, it mm-hmm. became something worse, mm-hmm. you know? So, you know, life, life will teach you if you, if you listen to the lesson mm-hmm. and you see it, you apply it. Like, cause I definitely learned from those lessons, mm-hmm. you know, and the best lessons are bought lessons. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> I definitely <laughs> learned from those lessons, man. Yeah. yeah what about you, man? How do I practice it? Mm -hmm. I just... (sighs) Every day, you know, just do something for myself, whether that be, you know, just sitting still for a second and just praying and talking to God and just kind of just mapping out my day, the kind of day I want to have and just thinking positive and, or putting on some music and just zoning out, you know? And just giving myself some time and some space to just be free and not, you know, so confined. And and also um, sometimes just not talking to people, (laughs) (laughs) you know. And I know sometimes that comes across like, well, what's wrong with her? Like, she don't want to talk and she got a problem. Are you okay? You know, just depending on who I'm dealing with and how they how they view me. But sometimes I really just go into my little shell, you know, and I just don't want to talk. I don't want to deal with uh, different energies. And I'm just trying to, like, align my energy and make sure I'm good. And I think that's important for everyone to try to do, you know, because we, we extend so much of ourselves 
throughout our days to our kids, our families, our husbands, our jobs. And I feel like it's extremely important to just sometimes just go within yourself and just sometimes be still and be quiet. Right. You know? No, you're right. You're totally right. Like It's okay. Yeah. Like, I even have to do that sometimes because sometimes people just try to push your buttons. You know, mm-hmm. they just disrespectful. <laughs> You know, for no reason. Most of the time, that's like family. You know oh, yeah. what I'm saying? It's definitely family. <laughs> like, they take advantage of it. And then to, for me not to just counsel them or get angry at them, I just have to, like, just sit back, just watch, and and let them let them get off whatever they got to say and don't respond to it. Because I feel like, if anything, you don't feed energy into some... Because, like, a lot of shit, like, just being real, a lot of shit with family be bullshit. Like, bullshit. People, people don't got killed. People don't went to family don't kill family over bullshit. Family don't went to jail against other family over bullshit. And the one thing about family, you can't change that. Like that is what it is. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm. so I just learned to like with family, I don't let it get to like that point with me. Like people can get upset at me, they can cuss, they can do whatever, but I'm not gonna let it affect me to that point to where I'm gonna you know, harm them or even to the point to where I want to say something I'm going to regret. So I just, I just kind of just zen out and just stay chill and let them be the one that got the bullshit and keep the shit on them. And, you know, most of the time they apologize later because they know it was some bullshit. Cause like, like I said, I try to keep my spirit high. I try to always look out for my people. I try to always take care of my people. So it's already coming from a bad place. I, I already feel like I, I honestly feel like sometimes family be jealous. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes they be, um, what you call that word, babe? Like where they feel like entitled. entitled mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's almost like a kid entitled to behavior. you, entitled yeah. to what you like, what have. I have, and you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And and since that that's the case, I'm not the one that has the problem. Mm-hmm. You are the one who has the problem. So you have to figure out that problem and work on yourself so that you can be better and we don't have to go through this. One thing about me, <clears throat> I'm going to cut a family member off. It may not be forever, but trust and believe. I'm going to give you your time, your space, your grace. <laughs> to do whatever you need to do and if the stars align and it's meant for us to reconnect then so fucking be it but i didn't like i just learned like learning like i didn't pick my family we didn't i didn't pick you you didn't pick me we were put together and i don't necessarily like how you treat me you may not necessarily like how i treat you and we don't gotta fuck with each other but you know that's not true like there's a book a few books that say that we actually pick our family we pick our parents but that's part but you don't even believe that (laughs) (laughs) i mean we've had this conversation i i i I do i do know (laughs) i do know like because you gotta think about it like I I really in in the in the retrospective of things like mm-hmm. from the from the look of it, besides my mom, you know, I kind of you know earlier mom perfect, you know what I'm saying, but maybe I didn't see the future mom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but earlier mom, 
Yeah. So we don't perfect. get the whole picture before we get to yeah. pick. We get a snippet. We get a snippet. I think we get a That's snippet. That's fucked you up. Gotta, you gotta jump and grab. <laughs> you gotta grab. Oh, they look like a nice, a nice couple. You know. Right. I, let me jump out. Let me jump out of this set. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like if that theory is true, I definitely picked my dad. Mm-hmm. I picked that man to be my dad because, oh, I don't want to cry. I felt like maybe I felt like he needed me mm-hmm. more than I needed him. You could be right. He all be emotional because I'm pregnant. But for my mom, I feel like the rebel in me and the motherfucker that want to go against the grain, maybe that's why I picked her. Like, oh, well, let's sh- let's play Russian roulette. <laughs> 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 and pick this lady. Mm-hmm. But, uh, no, I feel like it was a challenge. You know, I feel like her, my mom being my mother has helped me build so much character and just so much what's the word so much Mm. made me stronger for lack of better terms like she has made me a strong as person emotionally um mentally it, it it wasn't easy you know it wasn't easy but maybe that was to prepare me for this life that's not easy. That's not easy. Who knows? But yeah, that could have been you it. You know, that could have been it right there. I, <laughs> I absolutely pick my dad if that theory is true. Yeah, that man is um everything to me. Yeah, Mike is. The He's man. amazing. Mm-hmm. And Mike I don't care who, what anybody has to say. You know, she do not. I don't. She do not care. You going against Mike? You going against? Me, yeah, and you got this name, but it's crazy. And you don't want to go against me, <laughs> Mike Keisha. So, but my my protection over my protection over him is um is because it's protection over me, right? And the crazy thing though about this whole situation is, like you know, I told my wife like if we have a daughter, I want to name my daughter <laughs> Keishana. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? And she's named after her dad, but she don't want my daughter to be named after her dad. Ain't that crazy? It's not that crazy, crazy. babe. It's only because, do you understand as a black woman? I'm glad we're talking about this. I don't care about that. My my daughter is a queen. Like, there's plenty, plenty of black queens from the past who had crazy names. And it's cool. Like, that's who they are. That's and who they is. Fine. Like, their name didn't define them. Mm-hmm. You no, know, and my name doesn't add. define me. And I exactly. love my name. Exactly. I love my name. And, and, and the thing <sighs> is, like, a name is just a name. It's the person behind the name. There's so many Keyshawns. There's Keyshawns that ain't shit. But, you know, I'm a different Keyshawn. And mine P-Valley. is Keyshawn Ford. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, my daughter's name would be, you know, Keyshawna forward so it's not her name that will mark her i just and i know she's gonna have a different life than what i've had um growing up but it's just i have i'm hesitant because i had to i have i still to this day have to become overcome so many obstacles because my name is my keisha i'm dark skinned my name is my keisha i wear braids i wear long nails i've been put in this box and made to you know people think that i'm this person that i'm not and it's like shit like i 
I'm not her. You know, I'm her, but I ain't her. You feel me? So I, I, I just don't want my child to have to break down those barriers and prove who she is before she even opens up her mouth because of her name. But to be honest with you, our daughter wouldn't won't have to do that. Like our like I really That's what I'm saying. I know she'll have a different path than us. So she she's she's coming into this world with more than what I had. Right. But he you know, hopefully we ain't gonna deal with the sheen. But if she's a she then, you know, like if if it's a she. But it's just, you know, I, I don't want her to have to deal with what I ha- deal with. She you know, on the phone, like, Kishana, even with you calling for health problems or you're calling your doctor or, you know, you're calling to handle business, like, oh, can I get your name? Oh, Kishana. Or, you know, my Keisha, I'm, I am really, I have to go against so much with my name being my Keisha. No, I mean, I'm stereotyped it, before I even walk into a room because my name is my Keisha. But we're going to be stereotyped anyway. We are, but guess it, how it much I'm stereo- I'm stereotyped even that much more because my name is Aisha. So, because my name is Keisha, that I I, I don't feel that. Like I don't feel I like I do and I have. You know, people think like it's a you know it's a ghetto name like a name like for you to even think that a person name is ghetto it's it, it speaks volume about yourself because but people think plenty, that and they don't give a fuck I, I, but that's what i'm saying like that that speaks against them like for a person to judge a person by their name this is that, true that that speaks volumes against them so that doesn't even have nothing to do with us that doesn't even have anything to do with our daughter that have everything to do with you and what kind of person you are it has everything to do with her because she has to fight against that no she don't no she don't she don't have to fight against that at all because in the end she's going to prove who she is she's going to prove who she is she and that's going to validate that's going to validate because who, her name is uh, Akishana. That's not true. We okay. have to prove it harder because we're black anyway. True, but so, it's so, a double so it's whammy. Not, it's not a double whammy. You can't put, uh, I got to prove my name. I got to prove my color. It doesn't work that way. Once they see that you are a higher, you know, you hold yourself to a higher standard, people can't bullshit you. At they all They can't times. disrespect you. They can't come sideways towards you because you're not going to take that shit. And at, our daughter is going to know that she's going to be strong. Times. She's going to be she's going to be very knowledgeable. She's going to know how to carry herself. So she's not going to have nothing to worry about. I guess you don't understand. I get what you're saying, and yes, she's going to prove herself anyway. I got to prove myself anyway. You got to prove yourself anyway. But it's to me, it's just it's an added layer that I don't want her to have to have if i don't have to make her name that is Mm-mm. it maybe it's uh insecurity no, that i have I, I, you know and what that's something that you but deal with. i like i said i Not love my name daughter. i i'm strong enough to to our go against da- anybody and prove them wrong of who I am in the room. Bitch, I'm not ghetto. I'm not hood. I, You know what I'm saying? I'm not a, the stereotype that you may think that a Mikeisha may be. Bitch, I'm actually the complete so, opposite. But you said but you said the perfect um, answer. You have to figure out your insecure. Because, like I said, our daughter don't have to deal with nothing that I we went through I just don't want her anyway. to have that name. I know that's what it is, and that's not cool. But her middle name would be Kishana. No, I'm not. And guess what? If it's a junior for school, 
is Keyshana. That's fine. When I talk to her, she's gonna be going by <laughs> Keyshana. That's like, fine. You can call, call her Bookie Bear as far as I'm concerned. But yeah. on her Callie, birth certificate, Callie can be ghetto. Like it ain't Callie. It could be, exactly. but it could be not. It could be. But ghetto. guess what? Keyshana guess what? Ghetto. Guess what? It's gonna be. Anyway, yeah. we're not we're not gonna get nowhere with this conversation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what do you do? Speaking of, so you said that you know you feel like your ancestors are your spiritual guides, right? Yep. When I was a kid, well, I wasn't even a kid. I was a teenager. I was maybe like eighteen years old. I woke up and I saw a little girl standing up against the wall. She had on like a white dress, like an old school, like white, uh, fluffy dress with bows in her hair. And then maybe the same week, it's kind of blurry now, the same week or the same day, I saw a tall man standing up over my bed. And he kind of looked like you, like I was at my husband, but... (laughs) (laughs) He was really tall. He had hair. He was uh, slender. And I wasn't scared. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know if our spirit guides, like, come to us and show themselves at certain times in our lives. But I still don't know who those people were. Maybe it was my our daughter. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Or what? It could have been us in the mm-hmm. future. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It could have been that she could have had a um a tapped into like you know your fast forward life you know mm-hmm. sometimes people do that they can see the future yeah you could I have can. a future moment well i don't think i could see the future i think that um clips of it come clips and i think i have like little psychic abilities like i know i know before i know and i the the it comes to me in vivid dreams and i feel like damn like being that i'm i have life inside of me and i'm giving life is that magnifying my spiritual energy my psychic ability because i feel like it's been more intense i'm more like on point with things (laughs) 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 why are you laughing you're funny you know, it could be, you know, it could sometimes be. your baby gives you superpowers. I feel like really that's a thing. Like my child is giving me like super capabilities. That could be because you, you could make it a super being. Yeah, it could be. Yeah, you could be getting enlightenment from your child. I believe that. Yeah, well, it's very possible. So when did you first tap into a higher source? Uh, if you can recall, um, I think it was like 2000. And, oh, you know the year? I think it was like 2012. Cause it was like when I was going through that phase where I wouldn't go to sleep and you was like, why are you was going on drug job. Yeah. He was up for like four days. Cause I was just diving Straight. deeper into deeper. I was scared. Deeper. And doing my spiritual, you know, research and my and guidance research and the universe research, and I just start, you know, getting a lot of information and I just apply that information and it changed my life. So where was your spirituality before then? 
I mean, before then, I was just like, you know, pretty much, you know, society, like what society mm. says, like with, you know, being a Christian and, you know, you know, I mean, there's nothing wrong with Christianity and, you know, I feel Mm-mm. like some people need it. Um, but I, to be honest with you, there's deeper, it's some deeper. Cause you gotta remember that it's a book and it was written, you know what I'm saying? By someone. And so once you do the research, you'll see like these books, these different stories in the Bible come from other books that, you know, are way deeper than, you know, the, what the Bible says and how the Bible says we should be. So once you get past that, and you stay on that path it's really gonna open you up to a lot of things and enlighten you and it's not nothing bad like you know it's really just energy and and spiritual and spirituality like mm. you know and once you get on that path you know it's, it's going to open you up to to see things in a whole different light Mm-hmm. And, you know, like I said, there's nothing wrong with Christianity. There's not nothing wrong with going to church. If that's what you need, you know, you get it. But it is a deeper way than all of that. Yeah. Understood. Mm-hmm. For me, I would say I tapped into it as a kid. Um I went through a phase where, like, I wanted to commit suicide. I wanted to kill myself. I was probably, like, 12 years old. And I remember spending, like, it was, like, a summertime. I remember spending, like, all my days, like, just in the bed, crying, sad, depressed. And, um, yeah, like, nobody came and, like, checked on me and like hey are you okay you're a child and you're just in the bed you're just sad and you're crying and this came like after I was uh molested you know Mm -hmm. and I just felt like I had nobody in this world and I just felt ugly I felt like why me why was I targeted and you know I just remember like wanting to die and I knew that I didn't want to die but why do I have this feeling like I want to die? And I just remember like just writing stuff down like in this folder that I had on like white sheets of paper. And, um, you know, just writing down my thoughts and just talking to God and just like asking him to like spare me, you know, mm-hmm. and just take this feeling and this urge away from me. Like, I shouldn't feel like I want to die. Like I'm a kid, you know? Right. So I just remember like clinging on to, <laughs> I can't believe I'm crying like this. Clinging on to, to that hope <laughs> that there was more for me in my life. And so like, that was like my first experience. Like, you know, I just like pulled myself out of it. Yeah. That's, that's crazy. That's deep. Like, I mean, like I had moments where, you know, like, I, I didn't feel like I wanted to die, but, like, you know, not having a mom there, not having a dad there, especially, like, doing, like, birthdays and doing holidays, you know, and nobody's there to, like, celebrate you, like, how you feel you should be celebrated. Like, I just knew, like, you know, one day I'm going to have the power to change all of this, you know, and I won't have to experience this again in my life. So that's when, like, you know, once I got older, I just started, like, 
you know, building myself. I made sure I had a job. I made sure I didn't need in a position to need anyone because like when I needed people as a kid, I didn't have them, you know? So like as an adult, my whole thing was just to focus and build myself to where I don't need anyone. And that's how I live my life, you know what I'm saying? Until like I met you, but like I was just me, like me uh, controlled everything because if I didn't do that, then I maybe I would have felt like I didn't want to be here. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> so like I really had to figure that out at a early age. Like I have to be strong for me, so that I can be a better person and a better parent than the parents that I have. Absolutely. Yeah, I did have aunties and uncles, you know, who tried to help out, and they did. They did well. Like I appreciate my aunties. I appreciate my uncles. I appreciate everybody in the community. My mentors everybody who helped me as a kid because I did have people who reached out to help me but you know it, it still was hard not having that you know parent or parents to be there when you wanted them to be there or when you needed to be there yeah mm-hmm. you know I tell you all the time like you know you were you a blessing the fact that you know God watched over you and allowed you to like overcome those obstacles of not having either parent, you know, mm-hmm. like that's tough, especially where you grew up, you know what I'm saying? Like it was, that's detrimental to a young black boy. Yeah. No, like, you know, I, I, I think too, baby, like it's just like playing sports really like helped me out of an idle mind like playing sports kept me busy and productive to where like I didn't even have time like to just dwell on things like because I was always busy but like I play I played football I play basketball I play baseball and the good thing about it is I was talented in everything so like I always were like working and practicing and you know traveling and playing games so I really just didn't even have time like to dwell or to be tripping about anything like life went by so fast like mm-hmm. you know because i was always busy but like i really didn't know i really had you know talent so i was always gone or busy just busy i didn't have time to dwell about anything like other parents would celebrate me you know like and you know i just that's that was like my motivation like i know if i do good people are gonna love me people are gonna mm-hmm. want me to be here so i have to work hard and do good so that they need me and I could be doing what I'm doing. Mm. Mm. And I, and I know you want it. I mean, as a kid who don't want their parents, but you know, I've told you this before and I'll say it again. Like maybe your parents, you know, especially your dad not being there would have been more detrimental to you than him actually not being there. Yeah. I mean, it, it could have, but if, 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 you know, I feel like with me, like the kind of kid I was, babe, like I feel like if I had a dad, like my dad would would be proud of me. You know what I'm saying? Because like I I was really like, babe, like I was that kid. Like everybody loved me, babe. Like mm-hmm. I was always in the newspaper. You know what I'm saying? Like articles, like about sports. Like you know what I'm saying? Like I was that kid, babe. So like. I feel like, you know, if I did, because my uncle was proud of me. Like, my uncle Boki was very proud of me. Like, my uncle Boki made me, I had photo books. 
Like he took pictures of my games, mm-hmm. like he paid for my pictures for like basketball, football. He paid to have my name back on on my jersey because I I really wore the name and represented our name proudly. You know, and like didn't nobody else do that before me but my uncle Boki. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like so, mm-hmm. you know, I really feel like if I did have a dad, he would he had a lot of reason to be proud of me. Mm-hmm. And you know what I'm saying? Like I think I wanna tuck that as like, you know, I don't need to work as hard, but maybe I could have, but you know what I'm saying, like I don't need to work as hard because my dad got me. My dad's gonna take care of this. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like I never had that option to have that privilege, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, the the dope thing about life and us giving life is that we given another chance at life. Right. We're given a chance to do you it right. On. You live on. You're given a chance to make sure, you know, boy or girl, whatever we had, will not feel the loneliness that I felt, the loneliness you felt. You know, it's right. just another opportunity to just show up and show out because I'm just, I'm show up for mine. I know you are too. Right. So I think that's the beautiful thing about life, you know? Right. You're totally right. You get another chance. You get another chance, baby. Mm-hmm. My baby will never feel the loneliness I felt. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Ever. Totally right. I'm going to be on their head. Totally right. <laughs> Last and final question. Is your spirituality connected to God? Yes. It's definitely connected to God. God is the higher power, the most high. You know, the one, the true one. And, you know, that that's all that matters. You know, it's tapped in. Like, that's why I say, like, with everything I do, I try to do righteous. Because mm-hmm. I know our God is a righteous God and a loving God. So I try to be righteous and loving at all times. I try to do what's right. And I try to love <gasps> on his creation. Because I'm not just, I'm not his only creation. He created mm-hmm. all of us. So I try to. You know, be that same sponge that I know our God is, and our God is—he's amazing God. Like amazing. He's do funny. you feel like you chosen? Um, like He created all of us, but do you feel like I'm one of them ones? Like, of course I do. <laughs> <laughs> of course I do. Like that's why I feel like He gives me all the tools I need mm. to be successful, and so that I can, you know, help and inspire others to overcome. The things that I had to go through, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and uh, I feel like that's my that's my work. Like that's why he puts us in this pedestal, and we have to work hard mm-hmm. to get to the next one, mm-hmm. so that we just can show everyone that's mm-hmm. behind us that mm-hmm. this is possible. Mm-hmm. You can obtain it, and this is how you do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my spirituality is tied to God. Mm-hmm. G-O-D, if you love me, you'll flip this motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> man. Absolutely. He is tied to God, mm-hmm. the most high. Amen. Jehovah. Amen. Yeshua, whatever y'all want to call, call him. him. Yeah. You know, he is the most he, high, though. He is. Nothing's higher than know. him. So what's the moral of the story, Dr. Key? Um, the moral of the story is, man, listen to your spirit, God. Mm. Don't be so hard-headed. When the spirit is trying to guide you, let it guide you. Let it flow. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, wait next hell. 
Let it flow. Let it flow. Let it flow, man. And it's going to put you in the right places, in the right spaces to, mm. you know, accomplish your goal. Don't get off task. Stay mm. focused and listen to your spirit, God. Mm. What about you, Lentine? I'm going to piggyback off of that. Just listen to the the God within you. I feel like mm. once you're tapped in spiritually and you understand your, your path and your role, I, listen to yourself. It may sound crazy. You may feel like, well, shit, how the fuck I'm supposed to make that happen? Just listen to it. I promise you. (laughs) He opens up doors. Mm -hmm. He puts you in places that you never thought you could be. So just listen to it. Tap into that. Shut the world off. Turn your phone off. Get off social media. Get off Instagram and just really just tune into that God within you and manifest and think of yourself in places where you want to be and write shit down like how are we how, what am I gonna do how make this shit happen and just believe that you know what I'm saying walk in that every motherfucking day mm-hmm. period yo let's go well, thank y'all for tuning in to this week's episode of Can You Hear Me Now? Let's keep the conversation going, y'all. And I'm your favorite host, co-host, Auntie Mimi, the big shit talker. And I'm Dr. Key. And remember to always be good to yourself. And be good to others. Bye-bye. Yeah, yeah.